If you did bring your Bibles with you this morning, uh, and you want to turn with us to the book of Mark, uh, chapter uh, 10, uh, we're going to turn and read there in just a moment again in the gospel according to Mark, uh, chapter 10. Uh, we're going to read uh, here a few verses in, in just a little while. But as you're turning to that, I, I want you to understand that there's a lot of things that Jesus did during his time here on this earth. And during his time on this earth that I believe that he healed various diseases, he supplied various needs in their life. And when I say that because there was one time that he made the, uh, the mute to be able to speak. There was a time that he would make the lame to be able to walk. These people had other attributes or other abilities. They were just missing. And it's missing something very important. Here we're going to read a, an encounter about uh, one that is more commonly known as blind Bartimaeus. But what I want you to notice about blind Bartimaeus is, and the name of our, our thought this morning would be, when the blind man heard. When the blind man heard. I want you to, to ponder that for just a minute. It's not that blind Bartimaeus didn't have other attributes. The fact was, he was just not complete and whole. I hope that you all will agree with me when I say, there's good in a lot of people. I'll say there's good in all people. Now, good may be that they're talented in some areas or that they are kind in some areas or whatever it is. But I hope that you agree with me this morning when I say that there is good in all people. But what I really want you to notice even more than that is... I'm going to read the 52nd verse, and then I want to go back. I'm kind of going in reverse order. Verse 52 said this, And Jesus said unto him, talking to the blind man, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. The focus is not on the fact that blind Bartimaeus got his sight back. Jesus could have said, Your faith has caused you to see. That's not the answer that he gave him. He said, Your faith has made you that was incomplete, something missing in your life, to now all of a sudden your faith has made you complete and whole. This morning I want us to go back and read beginning in verse 46. Mark chapter 10 and verse 46. And they came to Jericho as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. There was a need in his life. Multiple needs, and we understand that. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, remember when I said, when the blind man heard? But when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out. Again, he still had those abilities. He could hear, and he could cry out. It wasn't that he didn't have any good. He was just incomplete. I believe there's good people here today. But the question is, are you incomplete in any way? I believe there's good people in your families and in your friends, people that you work with, that they are good people. But the question is not, do they have good attributes and good uh, characteristics about them? The fact is, are they incomplete? Have they been made Whole, And that's what we read to you there in the 52nd verse. Have they been or have you been made whole? Well, he heard it. He cried out and he said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. 
So what happens? All this discouragement from going to Jesus. So many charged him that he should just hold his peace. So many kept telling him, you need to be silent, quit talking. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now go back to the 47th verse. I can envision it more like this. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. You need to quiet down. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. I'm not worried about what you think. I know that I am incomplete and I need Jesus. He heard, but he knew that Jesus was going to hear him. But he heard about Jesus. He cried out to him. They tried to hunch him blind Bartimaeus. He cried out the more. He said, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Folks, that's a sermon and a, and a, and a glorious thought in and of itself. The man that called Jesus to calls Jesus to be still. Do you know that when you cry out to God, you can make him be still? Be still means that you have his attention. You have his focus. You, are, you have his attention and God is listening to you. Folks, aren't you glad today that when we have something incomplete in our life that God hears us? We're talking about a blind man that could hear, but it's because he was incomplete. He needed to be made whole. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. So then they turned, they changed their, their tune then. They called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good comfort. He said, He calleth thee. I love this part. 50th verse says that he cast away his garment. He rose and came to Jesus. He didn't want any hindrance about him. He said, I'm taking this garment off that could hinder me. And he said, I'm incomplete. I am not whole. There's not a, a completeness about me. So therefore, I want to remove anything about me that is a hindrance. And you know what he did? He cast it off. Folks, if you're ever going to be made complete and whole in your life, you must remove the things that are keeping you from getting to Jesus. Preacher, what is it that's keeping me from Jesus? That is not my territory. That's between you and God. A lot of the times we know what's keeping us between us and the Lord. We just don't always want to admit it. He said, cast away his garment. He rose and he went to Jesus and answered him and said, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Folks, if we need help from God, this is a perfect way for us to understand how this works. You may say, well, preacher, we should all understand how this works. But notice what happens. When he heard that it was Jesus. You see, when it comes to blind Bartimaeus, he couldn't look, but he could hear when it comes to blind Bartimaeus, there was a need in his life and God gave him just enough understanding to know that he was incomplete. You don't have to tell a blind man that he's blind. You don't have to tell a, a, a person that's deaf that they're deaf. You do not have to tell a lost person that they are lost and incomplete. They will, as we always say, they just know. But you see, with blind Bartimaeus, he knew that he was blind. 
He knew that he was. But yet, he did not use that as a crutch saying, well, I guess it's too good for me to find a relationship and get this hole in my life. So you know what he did? It says here in this uh, 47th verse, and when he heard that it was Jesus. I don't think that you'll see this morning that the problem with blind Bartimaeus is not in the fact of what he couldn't do, but the, I should, let me reword that. The problem is not in what he was lacking and what he could not do. It was him taking what little bit he did have and say, God, there's something complete in me. Folks, if God is speaking to your soul and he is drawing you to him, and that, that him is in, in an altar, not so much in a physical place, but an altar is where you commune with God. If he is speaking to you and he is drawing you to that place, he is taking what, what good you may have in you, if I can say it like that, and it's the ability to hear God speaking. That's what God's doing. He speaks to us as his lost individuals and his mankind. And he draws us to him. He speaks to us. And notice what he says. And when he heard that it was Jesus. Do you really want to hear? Turn back to the book of 1 Kings for just a minute. The book of 1 Kings chapter 3. And as you're turning to the book of 1 Kings chapter 3, have you ever heard this saying that you heard me, but you didn't hear me? Have you ever heard anybody say that? You heard me, but you really didn't hear me. I cannot tell you, and some of you here can probably attest to this more than other people can. There are many times in my life that I heard your voice saying something, but I didn't hear you. In other words, my focus was not on you. My focus might have been on trying to get something on or something fixed or something done. I heard, well, I know there was somebody in the kitchen talking, but I didn't know who it was or, or I, I heard so-and-so talking, but I don't know what they were talking about because we were focused on something else. When we see here that blind Bartimaeus heard that it was Jesus, I don't believe that blind Bartimaeus only heard the other people. He was more important about listening for the voice of the Lord. I want you to, to, to ponder this for just a minute. We're talking about hearing, but really hearing. And when I say hear, we might even say, I heard and I even understood. I believe that blind Bartimaeus, if you'll look at these scriptures, he really wanted to hear the Lord. 1 Kings chapter 3, we read this before, and it's, it's some familiar scripture where Solomon, where he prays and he asks God, and God grants him wisdom. 1 Kings chapter 3, notice what he says in the fifth verse. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night and asked, Ask what I shall give thee. So he does pray for wisdom, but I want to break this down in, in, the, in this Hebrew language for just a minute. Skip down to the ninth verse. What did he grant unto him? You see, Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart. Understanding. So I thought, what does it mean to have understanding? When I really dug down a little bit deeper, it meant a heart that hears. It meant today to have a heart that is hearing. So this morning, if you're incomplete in your life, the very first thing we can ask yourself is, do you have a heart that listens to God? If your heart is not listening to God, then you're not going to be made whole. You're not going to be made complete. You will continue to have something missing in your life. And Solomon began to pray. He says, Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart. 
And the reason is, he said, to judge thy people that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy people, this thy so great a people? You go back in the book of Leviticus, and I'm, I'm going to think it's somewhere around the 8th chapter. Listening was so important that the priests were instructed to cleanse the ears of the people. We might even say, just give yourself a good old ear cleaning so I can listen. Sometimes I really want to go to a world out there today that their, their lives are so distraught, and I just want to clean the ears to their soul and say, are you listening to God? You don't worry about me or what anybody else is telling you. The simple question is, are you listening to God? In the Old Testament, they didn't have the written word like you and I have today in the New Testament era. They had to listen to God. How did God appear unto uh, Moses there at the burning bush? It was a voice that began to speak. When God began to come to Moses, what did he do? There was a voice. It was important in the Old Testament that the people's ears were tuned in. Maybe you can understand that lingo. They were tuned in to God and they wanted to hear God. Do you believe sometimes we hear whom we want to hear? Or maybe even we focus on what we want to focus on instead of hearing that person that's calling our name telling us what we should do or how to do it or that we're incomplete. We're focused or we're listening to something else. It, maybe even it's not so much listening to something else. I may be focused on something else but not hearing that person that is in the kitchen or the next room beside me or the next office, whatever it is. But we see with Solomon that the idea came is that he, he appeared unto him in this dream there in 1 Kings chapter 3 there and, and down in the 5th verse. And he says, whatever do you want? He says, I want a hearing heart. We could probably talk about this for a long time this morning. The very idea of how important is communication. What's it like with a relationship that's one way? That all you do is listen, 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 and you don't get to talk and be heard. Those are, those are tough, aren't they? Marriages are going to struggle, and I'll tell you this right now. Marriages will struggle if it's a one-way communication, this dictatorship. I speak, you listen, and that's the way this goes. See, a true relationship is you hear. There's not a one of us here this morning that's going to say that we do not want God to hear us. Does anybody want God to hear you? Go ahead. Yes, God, I want you to hear me. I've got needs in my life. I've got, I've got things in my life that, that are outside of my control. I need you to hear me. But a good relationship means we can also listen back. Do we listen to God? And I'm not trying to get personal with you. I'm not trying to get in your business in life. What I am saying is we can all understand communication is key to any relationship. We talk to God, but do we listen to God? And notice what blind Bartimaeus did. It says, when he heard that it was Jesus. He heard. The scriptures tell us over and over again. You can get in Proverbs. It says, my son, incline thine ear. The scriptures tell us there, I think it's maybe in Proverbs chapter 5, and uh, it tells us maybe the second verse that, that children are to, to listen to their parents. And over and over again, the scriptures teach us the importance that we are to hear. And notice what, what blind Bartimaeus did. It says, and when he heard that it was Jesus. The true word that we're talking about this morning is active, purposeful listening. Have you ever heard somebody try to tell you something but it's so faint or maybe so distorted that you kind of want to tune in a little bit more so you can hear it? 
People get all kinds of hearing devices to help amplify things so they can hear it. The whole idea is, if there's something we want to hear, we're going to try to find a way to listen to it. You see today, folks, how many of us are creating noise so we don't have to hear this voice? For a lot of times in my life, I've been around loud cafeterias and loud you know, gyms and stuff. And if I ever wanted quiet, you know what I would do? I would put something in my ears to drown that out. Do you think it is possible for human beings to try to drown out God and not listen to Him and His Word? It is. You know what? God's still speaking. God's still calling out to us. But yet we try to, to infiltrate ourselves with so many things in this world that we don't want to listen to God. But may we learn from blind Bartimaeus here where it says that when he heard that it was Jesus, he began to cry out. The result of him hearing. I told you in the very beginning when the blind man heard. When he heard about Jesus coming that way. He began to cry out. So what is your reaction to knowing that Jesus is here? What are you going to do? You say, well, preacher, my, my whole purpose this morning is to go to church, visit with people, and then I'm going to go home. You see today, I pray today that you don't just get in, a, in a, uh, the same room with Jesus, but I pray today that if there's something incomplete in your life, that you will not leave here without being made whole. Verse 52, remember, blind Bartimaeus, it's not that he, did, he, could not, he couldn't see, but he could still hear. And when he did, he said he began to cry out. And he says, he began to cry out. You know how it is when you're around a large crowd of people? You got to talk. You don't whisper in that. Sometimes we just want to go up and say, Lord, I believe you can hear everything I say. Yes, but you know what? Sometimes we whisper because we don't want others to hear us. I believe blind Bartimaeus didn't care one ounce about what anybody else thought. And when they even told him to quit, you know what he did? He cried even louder saying, and then he began to cry out and he says, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. If you read that word, to cry out, it also means to scream. But not only does it mean to scream, but I found this interesting. It also means the cry of a raven. Turn back to the book of Psalms, if you will. 147. Psalms 147. He began to cry out. When I say it was like that of a cry of a raven, let me read to you Psalm 147. And let me skip down to the ninth verse. And he giveth to the beast his food. He's talking about giving here. And to the young ravens which cry. Now I want you to pause for just a minute. And I want you to process and think about this for just a second. Blind Bartimaeus cried out with a cry like a raven. Do you know what a raven is known for? It's uncleanliness. Aren't you glad today that Jesus hears the cries of an unclean, sinful people? Amen. We are a sinful people. 
We are people today that's incomplete. There may be some good in us that we can still hear, that we can still talk. But you see, when we are incomplete, he said, he takes care of the raven. And when it blind Bartimaeus, it said, he began to cry out. I don't think that there would be many people that said today that if a thousand of these uh, ravens and their, their, their obnoxious sound that they make, if that obnoxious sound of the raven was to cease and they all died, nobody would be upset. Matter of fact, they're glad that all that noise that's being made is gone. You know what the world really wants to silence today? The cries of sinners. The world today wants to silence the cries of unclean people. But I'm telling you today that God hears the cries of even the raven. The most unclean people that may dwell amongst us here on this earth, God hears their cry. Blind Barnabas had said, he began to cry out. That, that raven, when that raven begins to cry out, we don't know what the cry is. But you know what I know today? That if God takes care of the raven, that's what I read to you there in Psalm 147 and in verse 9. If God takes care of the raven, do you think he's going to take care of you? Your mind may have already gone here to the book of Matthew chapter 6. I want to read to you these verses. Behold the fowls of the air. They sow not. Neither do they reap nor Gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? You see today if God takes care of the unclean. How much better is he going to take care of us? Matthew 6 and verse 27 says this. Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit to his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field how they grow. And they toil not neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the fields, which today is, and tomorrow is cast in the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? I believe that blind Bartimaeus... I believe that when he cried out, he cried out like screamed. I believe that he cried out like that of a raven. He knew that there were some imperfections about him and that this man named Jesus could heal him. For a matter of fact, he says, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Blind Bartimaeus knew who Jesus was. There's a lot of experts in our world today that they really don't understand who Jesus is. David was going to be the king of Israel. He was going to lead them to great things. You see, there's a greater than David that's going to be there for God's people. And that's why when he began to cry out, he began to cry out say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. A lot of times we don't realize who it is that we're talking to. A lot of times we don't realize that we're not just talking about just some other person that we're passing along the way. We are talking to the one that can make you whole. What good is it to go to your mechanic when you've got a heart issue? Let's flip that around. What good is it to go to your cardiologist when your transmission's slipping? Folks, today when you go to Jesus with something incomplete in your life, you need to know this. He can heal. 
Blind Bartimaeus didn't get his sight and then lose it again. He was made whole. That's what that word we're going to look at is. He was made whole, which means complete. You're good people here this morning. There's good people in my life. There, there, there's some wonderful people in my life, but yet they still, without being saved, they are not made whole. And we see here that, that, that blind Bartimaeus, he began to come and he said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. You know who blind Bartimaeus was petitioning for, don't you? Sure is easy to look at all these other people. You know what? All the people that told him, don't come to Jesus. All these people that had problems in their life. He said, you know what, Jesus? I've got something in my life that's not complete. And first and foremost, I need to take care of me. Man, I wish our world would listen to that today. we got to get ourselves right first, folks. If you're here today, I applaud the fact you're trying to help your neighbor out. I applaud the fact that you want to help somebody with needs they have in their life. But before we can do anything else in their life, we have to realize, Lord, as he said, uh, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. I don't think that blind Bartimaeus was trying to get Jesus to feel sorry for him. He was trying to get him to fix him. We want sympathy for our imperfections, not fixing of our imperfections. Today, we cannot fix ourselves. And if we cannot fix something, then all of a sudden we get this idea that it shouldn't be held against us. Blind Bartimaeus said, there's something incomplete in my life. When he heard, the blind man that heard, it says, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, don't you know that the light bulb came on and he got excited. He said, now's my chance. Now's my opportunity. I'm finally going to be made whole in my life. That's faith. If he could just get there. And all of a sudden there was one more hurdle. The people said, you need to leave him alone and settle down. And he cried even the more. He said, Jesus, how son of David, have mercy on me. I believe that blind Bartimaeus was looking for mercy from God. And I believe that blind Bartimaeus, that I believe he had humility. You know, there's not, it's easy for blind Bartimaeus to go and say, it's because of this or that, or uh, maybe these other people have more than I have, and it's not fair. And there's a lot of things he could have said, but he went unto him and he says, have mercy on me. Titus chapter 3. Let me turn over to read for just a second. Titus chapter 3. And in verse 5 says this. Salvation he's talking about, Paul is, that not of works of righteousness which we have done. Blind Bartimaeus didn't call his blindness, but he's also not going to cure himself. But according to his mercy, he saved us. The word saved means to bring out of something, to deliver out of something. He brought him out of his blindness. That's what we brought him out of. But you know what we can say even more than that? He brought him out of incompleteness. And I don't know if that's a good word or not, but he brought him out of incompleteness. Something was missing. There was something wrong in his life. You may be here this morning saying, I've got about 90% of my life together. That's great. But you know what today? You need to be complete and be made whole today. You may have that, that good heart that wants to help people, but are you complete? Is there something missing in your life? Titus 3 and 5 says, Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. So going now back to the, our 
text in the gospel according to Mark. Blind Bartimaeus began to come unto Jesus. Jericho is the place by which this happened. And even though it was under a curse, God was still going to provide blessings in there. This world may be under what we might title a curse, but do not think that God is still not blessing and changing the lives of people. And when he came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great number of people, and he gets specific, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. We didn't really get into it this morning. But you know what? Blind Bartimaeus was not just a blind person. You know the blind man over there. He was a person that he knew by name. If you're lost today, whether you hear me now or later or any other time in life, if you are lost, he knows who you are, where you are, and he knows the very hour by which you hear these very scriptures. Today, is there something incomplete in your life? Maybe you're the blind man that you've heard. You've heard the gospel. You've heard the Spirit of God open up the ears of your soul. And it's God beginning to speak saying, let me in. Let me sup with you and you sup with me. And he goes on in his 47th verse. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus said in the 52nd verse, you came in contact with me. It's not that he's sending them away, as in, I don't want you in my life anymore. What he's saying is, you don't need to be whole or complete anymore because now you've got everything you need. Folks, when you get saved, Jesus is not saying, I just, you can go now, you've gotten what you want. What he's saying is, you don't have any more needs in your life. When the Lord saved my soul, I had zero spiritual needs left in me. Physical needs, that's a whole other lesson. Spiritual needs, zero. God saved me. He completed me. And as we talked about in Sunday school, one of these days our bodies is going to equal our soul. But until then, folks, I'm going to rejoice that I can be like blind Bartimaeus. And I can come to the one and say that, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. I want us to get a song this morning. Are you the blind man that heard? Are you the blind man that's listening and hearing? If not, I pray that that high priest would cleanse the ears so that you might hear.